Welcome to Creeps and Roses with Vinny and PJ. We're talking about The Bachelor because Vinny needs to pay. Lots of bitchy girls who want to see that dick. We didn't want to do this podcast, but Carl is a prick. The Bachelor, let's discuss The Bachelor with PJ and with Vinny. Vinny. We've got roses, we've got creeps. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the long-awaited third episode of Creeps and Roses. Three of five, PJ. Three of welcome. five. Welcome, everybody, to episode one of Creeps and Roses. PJ, how do you episode. fucking figure this is episode one? Episode one that you consider episode one doesn't count because you didn't watch any episodes. Episode two, the, the name of the show is Creeps and Roses, and sure, we talked about roses, but... You didn't bring in any creeps, so I have that fixed this week. Victoria was a creep. Uh, well, you didn't say that. I'd also like to introduce to the studio, joining us for the very first time on Creeps and Roses, hopefully a creep off regular, Brian McBride is well, here. is it the first time because it's the first episode that's been done? Because that's what I'm hearing. You too? No, I'm just asking. I don't know. This is the official first episode, one of five. <laughs> I'm So I'm here to make sure that Vinny does his consequence, which now at this point it's turning into more of a consequence for me as well because I have to deal with Vinny fucking up the audio and being like, oh, PJ, let's record this day. And then I show up and then he's like, oh, yeah, it's not going to fucking work. So we're not going to record this week. I'm not even kidding you people. I hate The Bachelor. I hate this shit. I dislike it. There's nothing good about it. That's so, another thing. This is a consequence for me, too, because I love The Bachelor. It's so funny. But I have to watch it twice now because because I'm like trying well, to... Well, it must be so great if you can't handle watching it twice. Watching it the first time, you get all the shock factor. But then watching it the second time, you're like, yeah, this is where she yep, smiles. She hasn't smartened up since the last time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, PJ, what do you say <laughs> we just get into this and get it over yeah. with? Get right into episode one. I'd like to say, like, I do take a little bit of the blame that this is still only the first episode. Um, because it's not I, the first episode. Well, the first episode, the first episode that you consider the first episode, which was like episode point two five, like alpha, like one you know what I mean? No, that, I don't. That know what one you mean. I did. I did bring in the creep segment. I said Matt James probably watches child porn, and if he's not denounced it, so if he doesn't denounce it. He loves child porn, which, as far as I know, I mean, we'll touch on that later. But then the second week, last week, we didn't talk about creeps, and that was a little bit on me. But also, you, like, steamrolled the clips. Just, yeah, you didn't want to talk about creeps at all. You just want to talk about the clips. So, episode one, welcome in. Get ready for four more great episodes following this one. You are getting this episode, and you are getting two more, four and not more. an episode past <laughs> that. Now, let's start the show. I'm sure everybody has been dying to find out what happened at the cliffhanger where Sarah, the girl whose father has ALS and is in the wheelchair and has apparently Happy. minutes to live, has decided to go live with fucking Matt James in a house in Pennsylvania with 30-something other women for her shot at fame. We got to the rose ceremony, PJ, and what happened? Sarah had a panic attack. Yeah, as far as we know, she also might have just had sudden onset ALS syndrome herself. <laughs> We did establish she has bad genes. It is hereditary, right? It is hereditary. Oh, no. It is hereditary. So the other girls are not happy about this, but Matt decides to be a gentleman, and he runs away from the rose ceremony and decides (laughs) to comfort Sarah. And uh, the girls take no time to show their concern for Sarah and her well-being. And then the night stops, and there's still five or six roses left on the table. 
It's a joke. She like, already she's has having a, rose. a panic attack. She already did have a rose. They're right. Mm-hmm. So this really is bullshit. She didn't even have to be in the scene. They could have filmed around her passed out body. <laughs> like, this is what these girls want. And can I also say, there's a girl named MJ, who uh, we're going to see a little bit more from this week. But um, she looks a lot like AEW's Jungle Jack Perry. I just want you to know that, everybody. That's a fun fact from your buddy. No Lenny. one knows what that is. What the fuck is What is that? <laughs> Well, is that another pro wrestling reference? Sure, of course it is. The rose ceremony continues again. And now we were also left off with another cliffhanger. Marilyn and Victoria. There was a lot of ugliness. We were going to find out, is Victoria going home or is Marilyn? But uh, the producers um, are great and they give us a little uh, insight into Victoria's mindset while she's standing there waiting for this to start. Can't wait to hear these words. Unfortunately... Um, Sarah has a rose, but now I think Matt just needs to send Marilyn home. That's right. She just wants to get rid of Marilyn. Well, yeah, she's competing as Marilyn. Yep. Yep. So why wouldn't you want to do that? Well, yeah, they want to, they want all the other women to go right, home eventually. Right. Now we discussed last week that all these girls just want their camera time. Mm-hmm. So like specifically fucking over other girls out of their camera time mm-hmm. is a pretty shitty thing to do. Well, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we will now let you know. Who's going home? Is it the one who actually started the shit, Victoria, or is it going to be Marilyn? Victoria. <laughs> Victoria gets the rose. <sighs> who saw this uh, coming? But everybody. <laughs> yeah, there's that's definitely a producer pick. There's no way that Matt James wants either of these horrible women there. Right, and I don't think Marilyn was horrible. I actually think Marilyn was kind of shocked by all of it. Listen to her thoughts as she leaves. How, how can he give her a rose? Like, she's just the worst. But I do have to admit that she's a good actor. Game recognizes yeah. game. There it is. She's a good actor, but she is also the worst. I yeah, think that I sums just, her up. I'd just like to point out that all of these women, besides like one or two, have absolutely trash tits. <laughs> all of them? Like pretty much all of there's a handful. I think uh, I think one chick's name is no, nah, not Serena. I don't know. The the one black chick has big tits. Victoria has big tits. Everyone else is just completely flat. You know. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I have tits. I mean, what does sure. it really mean? <laughs> you so, should audition for the show. I just might. I have a sparkling personality. Matt believed Victoria. Uh, the pro- or the producers, like we've established, said she this gem stays, mm-hmm. and uh, Marilyn took her parting shots. So also leaving were Alana, Ileana, Kristen, and Sydney. Who gives a fuck? Ileana no was this. the meatball girl. He got rid of her at the first opportunity. Good. So the next day, a new week begins and a new group date is announced. Chris Harrison lets them all know that today's date is about learning how to be comfortable. Oh. With being uncomfortable. I don't know how that works. Right. This episode is such a slog. Uh, so slow. Well, so let, boring. Let's cut through the bullshit then. And let me explain to you the essence of what this uh, group date was. They did basically a porn open mic. Oh. <laughs> it's really what it was. They walk into a room. There's no lights on. There's like stages and a table. There's a woman on the stage. She's darkly lit. And this is what you hear. Maybe it was time to shake things up a bit. He was positioning himself over her, raising her hips to meet his. With one hand, she cupped his buttocks. (laughs) With the other, 
she reached down to feel him against her thigh. Oh. His lips moved to her ears, her neck. She panted. Jake, please don't make me wait anymore. Hi, guys. Yeah, and then they give her a round of applause. PJ, you remember this scene? Yeah, I feel I feel empowered listening to that. I know. It really is good. And you know what's really interesting? Would you like to know where that uh, spiffy bit of dialogue came from? You may be wondering why uh, you just heard all that. <laughs> That's because there's a very important writer. And his name is Chris Harrison. Fucking Chris Harrison wow. wrote that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Chris Harrison wrote a smut book called The Perfect Letter. And, yeah. Uh, just so you know, ladies, here's a spoiler. To be really frank, there's a lot of sex in it. Yeah, it's it's basically just a smut rub one out for ladies book. There's lots of reasons to like Chris Harrison, and one of them <laughs> is that he knows he knows his <laughs> audience. He knows like these women are just super horny, and they just want to watch Bachelor and then masturbate directly afterwards. That makes a lot of sense. Chris Harrison's yeah, yeah. a genius. So, yeah, except for when he got canceled like three weeks ago. <laughs> we have to save it for episode five. Mm. The challenge was they all had to write their own erotica and then perform it, not only in front of the other girls on the group date, but all the other girls from the house, Matt James and Chris Harrison all being there. So that obviously is going to be a little awkward for some of these girls. But you mm-hmm. know what they decided to do? Thank God they decided to get that big ball of charisma matt james Mm. to read his erotica first she dropped her purse beside the handrail leading up the steps she was drawn to the kitchen by a (laughs) scent all too familiar Mm. chocolate cake all right she felt two strong hands cover both her shoulders is fully aroused right now she quivered okay he kissed the skin between her suit and her hairline. What about the cake, though? free hand up the side of her smooth, <laughs> soft legs, not stopping Jeez. at the bottom of her dress line. <gasps> oh. Salacious, Matt James. Wow. You touched her, not stopping at her dress line. He must have got so much tail in those AOL chat rooms. I'm telling you. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like two, two words. Pause. <laughs> Two words. I only oh. heard two words in that whole thing. Chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Mm, chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of, like I said, I'm in on it. So there was only two girls whose stuff was worth playing. And I got to tell you, they're both troublemakers. And I want to introduce you to this girl. We haven't spoken much about her. But uh, she's from Chicago. Mm. And she consistently looks like she's smelling a fart. <laughs> Yeah, named Anna. That's that her. Is. You know, the Windy City, they just kind of float in there. You yeah, can't help yourself. That's why they call it the Windy <laughs> yeah, that's City. that's right. Well, she also looks like you need to, like, strap a bag of oats to her fucking oh. face. She's super hot. Yeah. I find her very attractive. She's, like, one of the hottest chicks on the show, but she always is making the worst faces that drop her from, like, a nine to, like, a six or seven. I can't argue with that. Mm. I cannot argue with that evaluation. So here is her porn. That she wrote for Matt James. I'm ready to be. So I'll let you guys know this is chapter 17 of Matt and Anna's love story. This is oh. this chapter is called the Fantasy Suite. Um, his eyes darken, hungry with desire, as she pulls down the lace of her bra, exposing her breast one at a time. 
She sees his excitement. He truly is the full pack on, but she needs one more thing before she can finish. Please talk dirty to me, Matt. Talk okay. Startled but without <laughs> missing a beat, he whispers. You're the only one left. No one else is here. She immediately... Oh, her fantasy is to win the contest. Oh, it's only it's almost like it's not about him at all. <laughs> Weird. Well, I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the star of the show, the queen, made herself very, very popular with the other girls. They loved what she did. Way to get a load of Victoria. And queen were celebrating their royal engagement. <laughs> he kissed her neck and then smacked her ass hard. <laughs> her hair while she moaned with pleasure. Her legs quivered as she and he knew her orgasm was real. She was never fake like the girls from his past. (laughs) She pushed him onto his back so she could his (laughs) Okay. It gets better. Still going, baby. With a The girls fucking loved it. The queen slayed this shit. All of the boats and none of the hoes will be there. Stepbrothers reference, good one. I just had so much. I feel yeah. like this was Walt Disney's vision at the time, right? Yeah, when he started ABC. <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. This girl, Victoria, is a problem, mm. but I absolutely love her. The girls finish up this group date. One of the interesting little subplots that starts here is Sarah, poor girl, straight off of her panic attack, is still feeling very emotional. She sees all these other girls spending time with Matt. And after all, she had the one-on-one date with them. They made out in the hot tub. Mm. Mm. She's starting to feel kind of territorial. She starts to get under the girl's skin after they get back to the hotel. After spending a day with him, I just didn't think it would be this hard and like these feelings of jealousy and like kind of like a little like hurt i guess she's hurt Mm. how is she hurt they went on a group date and they read the stupid porn things and all of a sudden because she went on a one-on-one she's like emotionally fucking damaged at this point there's something very strange going on here pj i'm almost positive that this is also the same chick who has a boyfriend at home so that's what you told me You I'm pretty it- sure it's this chick. I mean, I've been throwing around baseless accusations this whole time. So, in all our previous not counted episodes, God damn it, we almost had a be- listen. But- if if you think that those other two episodes counted, let me know. But the consensus I have is those episodes don't count. And for all I know, this one won't count either. We'll see what happens. True story. Your consensus doesn't count. You're the creep this week. <laughs> you're my creep and creeps and roses. No, I I have no. You're the creep. creep. No, you're the creep. 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 All right. This is a good podcast. Back at the group date, Matt gets one-on-one time with Rachel and Bree. He basically makes out with them both on the couch. While he does it, he has his eyes open and rolled back in his head like a shark attacking. Oh, no. He's so awkward to watch kissing, PJ. You are absolutely right. Yes. Back at the hotel, all the girls are all there except for Sarah. Sarah has disappeared. She's feeling upset. Nobody knows where she is. Guess where she is. I'm about to tell you in a second, but She's I will say somewhere. 
<laughs> Basically, yeah. Shaking with tears. Oh. The one-on-one date goes to Serena P. Very cute girl. Likes Serena P quite a bit. Back on the date, Matt is sitting on a couch with Katie, the dildo girl, and all of a sudden, Ed walks Sarah. She crashes another girl's time. <laughs> she knows she knows how to get screen time. <clears throat> She's like, I need to talk to Matt. It's really important. I need to talk to him. And Katie handles it pretty well. She's obviously pissed, but she's just like, okay. And she leaves. I couldn't believe it. Mm. This is the girl who showed up and like handed him a dildo when they first met. And I will say Katie does nothing but impress me with her level of maturity throughout these two episodes. So sound like everyone on the subreddit. Oh my gosh. Katie is the real queen. Shut up, Vinny simp. All right. I'm just trying she to. She is the hottest. She's up there. She's definitely up there. Sarah tells Matt that she's not doing well. She, she's so upset to see the other dates. Matt told her just to remember their special time together and not to worry about the other girls. There's no mention of ALS dad at all here. It's all about how she's upset to see him with the other girls. I just want to make sure we point that out now. Now, he has, in total, not spent more than 30 minutes alone with any single lady, right? <laughs> no, he made out with some of these girls for probably. A while. Okay. Like, he's made out with... I, there's like... Thir- start off at 32. They're probably down to like 20-something at this point, And he's made out with seven or eight of them. Mm. Is it is it really making out if his eyes are open? It's more just like kissing. Solid like, point. I don't know. Solid point. <laughs> so, also, he has had a few one-on-one dates where he spends like the whole day with the women. So he, he does have some like developing relationships. But for the most part, he's talked to these women... Maybe an hour and a half total, if that. He spent more time talking to Chris Harrison about his feelings than he has talking to these girls. <laughs> so right now, Katie is standing there, and she's like acting like she's a senator. Reclaiming the Senate, my time. She's just reclaiming yeah. my time. Okay. Reclaiming of my fact, time. She's just standing there in the corner like, <laughs> you're out. You're out. And Sarah goes back to the hotel, and she apologizes to the other girls. It's very strange. Uh, she like interrupts the date okay so everybody that's out like in this group date all knows she did it mm-hmm. but then she goes back to the hotel to all the other girls who are not on that group date gets them together and says this i'm sorry but i just want to let you guys know from me and hear it from me and not anyone else we didn't really hear anything yeah that was victoria just chiming in at the end <laughs> But she came in and she's just like, yeah, so everybody knows. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just so you know, I'm sorry. And they were like, what the fuck is going on with this lunatic? So Victoria's being really bitchy, but she's also being very slick here because now she wants to know what the fuck's going on. Mm. So she does this move, this real catty thing Mm -hmm. where she goes out and like tries to be friends with Sarah to get the uh, to get the hot goss. (laughs) <laughs> is Sarah dumb enough to be like, oh, she really wants to be my friend? Well, let's watch this clip. Well, I don't want you to cry. Like, I'm coming here with love, swear. Yeah, I know. I feel like we have, like, a good relationship. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! We have a good yeah! relationship. Yeah, it's so good. But it's so fucking funny uh, because this is what she said about her. Just Can you ago. tell Matt that, like, Sarah sucks? <laughs> you know what to victoria that's probably a good relationship can you tell matt that like sarah sucks what happens is katie comes out the girl who was actually wronged mm-hmm. and katie confronts sarah about it and uh 
Sarah gives her the whole song and dance. I needed to let no Matt, Matt know how I was feeling because I'm thinking about leaving. I, I have so many things going on. I don't know. And Katie, like I said, to her credit, handles it like a boss. She says, you already had a one-on-one date. You fucking made out with them in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. This isn't cool. You just crashed my time. And you better make up your mind, bitch, because you ain't making any friends around here. So you're either going to stay and act right or you're going to leave. And I'm like, shit. Katie, way to handle it. Now, they don't get paid if they leave, right? I thought I heard that somewhere. If they leave on their own, the girls, they yeah. don't get paid for the show. Well, if you could leave like a martyr the way this girl's trying to set her up to, self up to be, right? I think that they, they have to assume it's going to be more profitable for them in the long run, right, PJ? Honestly, I didn't even think about them getting paid for the show. But yeah, I, I guess they get paid for the show. I just assumed it was like, oh, this is good exposure for me. I'll go on the show. Do you think they want to expand? how awful they are for free <laughs> yes they get so many you know, Twitter fo- or like instagram followers off of this and then they literally just have to promote brands the rest of their lives they never have to work a real job anyways back at the date rachel gets a rose and all the girls are pissed at sarah here's a uh, a little bit Again. of of jungle boys thoughts mj time is a commodity here and right now sarah is like a billionaire right now and we're all sitting here with a dollar yeah she's very upset because they feel like Sarah got all this time. She interfered with everybody. And uh, it's getting to be a little weird. See, so. if these people were go-getters, they would have also like made up fake backstories for their dads. Like, oh, he has cancer. He has AIDS. He has ALS. Like, she's the smart one. I mean, her My dad dad's probably does abusive. have ALS. <laughs> Just like walking. Well, Victoria tried that. Her one eye is habitually swollen. So maybe she did that. <laughs> like, she just punched herself in the eye. Like, this is from my dad. That he checks out. Me. That checks out. Did you so, see the picture I sent you, Vinny? That I now did. would be a good time to show that. I did I show that I titled it, Victoria Got What She Deserved. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. They will be, everyone can see it. So, the next morning, Matt comes to pick up Sarita P for their date. And all the girls are sitting there waiting. But uh, Sarah's not there, guys. Oh, no. Sarah is not there. And Matt looks around for her, and he has a very strange reaction. Watch this. Um, she's not down here. She's she's not. She's, she hasn't been here. Like, nobody's seen her. Yeah. Will you give me like five minutes? <laughs> he just leaves Serena, the girl he's supposed to go on the one-on-one date with, to go find Sarah. Serena P. Serena P. Not Serena C. We don't want to get her confused with the girl with the fake eyebrows and the very wide set eyes. The girls are not happy that this is going on. They're, they are so pissed. And fucking Which is Sarah. weird for them because normally the girls are just smiles all the time. It's not like a great way to set the tone for the date. It's not. They're right. Just getting up and leaving to go find another girl is not a good way to start the date. They're still shit talking her. She's looking for that affirmation. She's That's looking for validation. Like at this, well, at this point, she's begging for it. So Matt goes and finds Sarah. They have some kind of heart to heart little talk. Matt tries to convince her to stay. And she's just like, I'll, I'll think about it, Matt. And he goes back to go see Serena P. And listen to this response. Listen to how this dickhead smooths everything over when he walks into the room. Welcome back. That was a long five minutes. Yeah. yeah. That was a long five minutes. <laughs> yes, it was. Because it was like 10 minutes if you were watching the fucking show. And I can imagine before it was edited down, it was probably like an hour. Victoria isn't the type of person that you want to be friends with, but she is the type of person who you kind of want to be fighting on your behalf because like she just is such a cunt that he's like that was she's like that was a long 5 minutes. You're right. 
Yeah. Yep. So Matt and Serena P horseback ride and go out on a picnic. They have a little bit of small talk, and there's a very interesting interaction. Matt and uh, Serena P start talking about his love for animals as a child. I had pets when I was growing up. I had a turtle. What? Oh, yeah. my God. Were you a weird kid? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah Everyone he was. loves turtles when they're little. Uh, let's check this out. Did you love turtles when you were a little, McBride? I mean, the Ninja Turtles. Sure, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> uh, as far as non-Ninja Turtles, no. No. No, not one. They had to be at least 13 years old. Right. Do you know what that reminded me of? I, I like, like turtles. turtles. Yeah. Oh, all right. I said it at the same time. You nailed it. It's all I can think of. Same. I like turtles. I like turtles. All right. And Matt's like, I totally get that kid. He's speaking my truth. <laughs> At this point, he's on this date, this long agonizing date with Serena P, who seems to be normal. There's no sob story from her, which is a nice change of pace for most of the girls. But she does uh, give us our double speak of the week. Mm. Here's her at the beginning of their date. Usually for me, I take things a little bit slower. Okay. Right? Good for her. Mm -hmm. And then here's her while they're sitting there having a one-on-one romantic candle at dinner before they make out in the hot tub. I definitely... I could see myself moving forward, like potentially falling in love with you. That was fast. Isn't that such a weird sentiment to have? Like, yeah, I barely know you, but I could totally see myself falling in love with you. Like, who talks like that? It sounds like a robot. Guess what's happening right now at the hotel? <laughs> Probably Sarah getting bullied more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're good at this. Here's my clip where the girls are wondering, where is Sarah now? We are still missing uh, our good friend Sarah. Sarah. I'm not missing her. Oh, just- <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. They're just such shit talkers. They really, really are. You know what's funny? I can deal with it. If, like, if the women are hot enough, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That was a pretty good line. Like, the I'm not missing her, but Victoria, she's not it hot just- enough to talk as much shit as she talks. I don't know. I'm actually really turning around on Victoria. Mm. I'm looking at her. Like, I'm looking at her, and then you're like, I don't know. She, she's got a crazy in her eyes, boys. She's got crazy in her eyes. So here's what happens next. Sarah does show up. She apologizes to the girls again. Here is her second group apology. Uh, stop apologizing. Um, first, I just really want to apologize to the woman who I interrupted yesterday, um, specifically Katie. I'm really sorry. Um, I genuinely meant no disrespect um and then second i just want to apologize to all the women for not coming down sooner to clear the air or address the situation and i know the timing was bad and i sincerely apologize but yesterday you know i was planning on going home just because i was really overwhelmed by this process and i wanted to talk about that with him face to face like i knew what i was getting into just didn't expect it to be this difficult this fast and i think if you guys have had the chance to get to know me over the past nobody knows yeah it's your fault hopefully you guys know my heart and see my heart nobody knows you oh my god i have had great conversations (laughs) and connections with you ladies and you know i know who is she talking to like what yeah, the, the reactions. I'm going to play you some of the reactions to this apology. This long ass, just horse shit apology. No, listen, none of these women give a fuck. You had a one on one date. You got your goddamn screen time. You got your FaceTime. You interrupted another date. You got more FaceTime. They all know what your number is, Sarah, and none of them are happy about it. Watch this reaction. 
It just felt calculated, calculated and the fact manipulative, that toxic. And I concur, you're all three of those things, Sarah. <laughs> Victoria wow. does not give a fuck. They're still pissed, man. They are so pissed. They well, they edit it to make it seem like these women are being horrible to her. But I think that they're right because I did Google it then, and she did have a boyfriend. And guess what his name is? What DJ Bijou? B i j o u. Like his first name. Like he goes by DJ Bijou, and his Instagram just says G House Wizard. And then emote, and then he has a little emoji for a plant, and then it says base, so plant based. So I'm gonna so, say two things. I like yeah. him better than Matt James. Uh-huh. I like him better than Matt James. I don't blame him for leaving. I can't say I like the ALS dad more than I like Matt James. I don't know. So you think this was planned with him, where she's like, "Listen, I'll get on the show, and then I'll cause a bunch of drama, and then leave, and then yeah, we'll make a bunch a ton of, of Instagram followers, we'll make and a bunch of Instagram followers, and then you could like spin your records for them, right? And then yep. we'll be millionaires." Oh, what a brilliant plan. And then we'll open up your soy-based taco stand. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be fantastic. Uh, this shit is declining quickly. I call this clip just straight threats to Sarah. Okay. I hope that your connection with Matt is very strong right now because the rest of your living situation here is going to be horrible. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, man. They're fucking pissed. Who ordered the code red? Ah, let me tell you something. Victoria is sitting there, and in her brain, all she's thinking is, I declare war on Satan! Ah! This is the inside of their brains. They're just so fucking upset. I love how much they hate her over, I mean, what seems like, I mean, her own mental disorder, like, Man, she's all depressed and sad because her dad's dying and she's coming to the realization she's a horrible person. And then they're just like, fuck you, Sarah, dumb cunt. <laughs> it is funny. Like, she comes down late and they're like, I hope the crows eat out your eyeballs. Yeah. Like, it's just so over the top. You're toxic. You stayed in your room all day. <laughs> uh, here's more. If Matt sends her home, I will want to f- him because I'll just be like, that is so hot that he can see through her. Yeah, Victoria loves it. Victoria loves the hate. He, she just thrives on all of this. So the next day, Katie feels bad, right? And she goes to find Sarah and be nice to her because she realizes that she just doesn't like the way the girls are acting. During this time that they're talking, Sarah decides to give Katie her sob story. Okay. I really have to put my well-being first. And I'm not in a good headspace here. <laughs> yeah, she says she's not in a good headspace. Her dad has ALS. Her boyfriend misses her. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Somebody's got to water the plants. He's not very responsible. Right. Um, Katie says to her, listen, my dad died. Go live with your... Go spend your, your dad's final days with him. What are you doing? The same thing we said when we heard the story, right. PJ. Yeah. Katie was like, why don't you grow the fuck up and go home and talk, spend time with your father before he fucking drops dead? My dad's dying. My boyfriend has an iron deficiency. I just can't do this anymore. And his farts are horrible. <laughs> his vegan farts just <laughs> take up the apartment. Turns uh, out she has another like completely healthy dad back home, too. Oh. <laughs> she has a stepdad that's just fine. That's hysterical. <laughs> so... Katie goes back and tells the group, hey, listen, 
Sarah has decided to leave, and she has a really horrible thing going on with her family. And uh, watch this reaction from Victoria. She actually has a really big family thing as well that's looming over her. So she went home today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's she's awesome. Clapping. Uh, So she tells Matt. Sarah tells Matt she's leaving uh, to go with be with her dad. I just feel really called to go with my family. That's that religious bullshit. I feel so called to go home to be with my family. Well, we all know the real story. DJ boyfriend. I'm or literally, there's literally she did get called by her dad saying, "I am dying. <laughs> Why are you hoeing it up on TV?" He he couldn't call her. He has ALS. He's in like the Stephen Hawking chair. Oh, so, yeah, he is. I just looked it up because I was trying to find out if she was also lying about that, and it's pretty sad. Yeah, he he's in like uh, he's like wheeling around like Stephen Hawking, going like, "I hope my daughter does not ruin the family name on national television." <laughs> I really like that DJ Bijou. He's a nice guy. He comes over and plays records for me when I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the end of episode three, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get into episode four. It opens up on the group and the body is still warm. Sarah is just gone. And (laughs) let's hear how the ladies are reacting. Like Sarah left, so like bye. Like relationships are hard, and if you're telling me the first time things get hard, you pack your bags. Yeah, I'm already like, bye. So this is very strange to me because they have all been told she's leaving because her father is dying. She's gone, and here we are in this fucking circle jerk of they all just have to shit on someone. Things get hard every once in a while. You just quit immediately. You leave the reality show you're on because your dad's dying. What a dumb bitch. Also, I'll tell you what happens. Katie stands up just to be shut down. Here's the clip. Trash took itself out. Can you stop? Seriously? She's gone. There's no point to keep talking about her. No, I won't stop, Katie. I'll do whatever the f*** I want. <laughs> yeah, she uh, rocks. Yeah, how do you not like? How could you watch this show and not love her? And I mean, fucking right out of the gate in this episode, she just comes straight out like, "I'll do whatever the fuck I want." And then for some reason, it goes from this little drama to skipping through the entire day of whatever they did, and then it goes on to them doing like a one-on-one time with some of the girls at night. Which was very, very strange. Listen to how fucking callous Anna is being about the whole situation as well. I saw today what happens when someone can't handle this. Like, I'm not here to just, like, turn around and run because things got hard. She's out there. She has her one-on-one time with Matt. And she's just like, I wouldn't run away if things got hard. Still shitting on Sarah. Mm -hmm. Do these girls not realize that Matt really liked Sarah? (laughs) And being shitty about her isn't going to help them get anywhere? (laughs) Also, I think she explained to Matt why she was struggling because her dad's dying. So to shit, like, they don't know. I, I think that they just know that she had family problems. Right. Like, they don't know the specifics. But still, shitting on someone when you know that they have a serious issue at home and they probably told the lead about it. Why would you do that? That's just so, like, how calculated some of these women are. That's just so uncalculated. Why are they strategizing against a girl who's not there? Like I think they're just, they're just trying to make themselves look better. Uh, like, oh, I would never do that. I'm not a quitter. I don't have shitty genes. Meanwhile, while he's having one-on-one time with MJ, Victoria and Katie 
Round two. Ding, ding. So I just really didn't like when you shut me down during group conversation. And I feel like I just would love an apology because you're not going to get an you- apology. Fuck yeah, you're not. Wow. Fuck you're not getting an apology. <laughs> you're being a piece of shit. I love it. Victoria I like has it. A, like a 24-7 walk of shame look to her. <laughs> like she does. Always You're right. Home, like, <laughs> some, like, guys like apartment the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> that That is literally the perfect way to describe how she looks. Nailed it, McBride. So – also, it's so funny because the thing Victoria's sitting her down about is like, I didn't like how you shut me down, but you just played the clip of how she shut her down, which is just, I don't think we should be talking about this chick when she's not here. And Victoria's right. like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Katie she's like, says you to need her, to apologize to me. Katie says to her, there's a difference between making fun of someone and expressing yourself. And uh, Victoria has a perfect retort. Well, I can do whatever I want. Okay. <laughs> That's what she said. That was literally her response. And Katie says, listen... You're if you're gonna just be toxic and rude and that's how you express yourself, what's your problem? And Victoria once again tries to shame Katie for the dildo incident. Go yeah, for it. and if you want to express yourself with your dildo and think you're ready for an engagement, you can do that. If anyone isn't watching of the video, Victoria just did like the best ever shrug and eye roll yeah. of like, well, you know, you can do what you want to do. Holy shit. Meanwhile, this Katie girl is actually like the only fairly mature chick on the whole show. Probably the only one ready to actually be in a relationship out of all these women. Yeah. Katie looks kind of like shell shocked by this. She's just like, what the fuck am I even doing talking to you? So, yeah, she does give off that vibe. So Matt is going to do more sit down and chats. Our girl Anna wanted to go first. But uh, unfortunately, the queen has other plans. I have heard that like Anna wants to go first, but like that's not happening. Sorry, Anna. I'm Elsa and you're Anna. <laughs> so let it go, bitch. I'm going first. Oh, it's Anna. That's pretty good. Shots fired. It's Anna. I like her Joe Namath cosplay too. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. <laughs> She's wearing like a big white fur coat. <laughs> the, the writing for this girl, it's like she's a diehard villain. It's great. Oh, yeah. Five girls to go before Victoria. And then when Victoria does end up going in, because she does not get to go in first, our buddy Chris Harrison is our hero. I want to be that person that gives hey, everyone guys. assurance. Hello. Victoria, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to introduce a copy of my new book. Yeah, I want to read you a passage. <laughs> the best so, thing about Chris Harrison writing that smut book is I can totally just picture him sitting at his desk, like in basically just like his boxers, just like jerking <laughs> off his little wiener, wiener while he's writing this out. Not shaved in his boxers with the white theater going, I got to make my deadline. Why did Chris Harrison interrupt Victoria? Well, ladies and gentlemen, to make the show more interesting, they decided to throw five more piranhas in the fucking tank. Oh, no. And they let Matt know that we are now bringing in five new girls, even though we've already made this so hard for you, little Matt. The decisions are so overwhelming. We're going to make it even tougher for you. They started with, what, 30 girls? Yeah. Yeah, now, they that's already got why, rid of like 10. Now they're adding five back in. Right. And that's why when we talked about this last week, PJ, because I was like, there's 32. And you're like, no, there was like 38. That's because they d- brought more girls in later in the season. So the first girl that comes in, uh, her name is Brittany. And uh, her and Matt, boy, they uh, they hit it off. Watch this clip, mm. guys. 
I am from Chicago, but enough of all that. I want to make up for lost time. Oh, she just grabs him and wow. just lays in the kisses. The girls are all watching from the window. And uh, would you like to guess who has the strongest reaction? Huh. Our girl Victoria is very upset by this because it was her date that got interrupted. Brittany interrupted me to make out with Matt. Slore. Slut whore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not even a good insult. <laughs> Slore. Slore. So then there's a girl named Michelle who's a school teacher. She seems nice. Matt really seems to like her. There's a girl named Ryan. That's a dude's name. A girl named Kim. The last girl, though, I have to say is a very interesting person to bring in. Her name is Catalina, and she is the former Miss Universe Miss Puerto Rico. Wow. Me caliente. Looking at these other girls, you win. You look at Miss Puerto Rico, and then you look at the fart face girl (laughs) and Victoria with the black eye. Whoa. Who just looks like your face. Fart face girl is hotter than Miss Puerto Rico. You know who the fart face girl reminds me of? She looks like your bitchy aunt. Like, she just always looks, like, disgusted by everything. There is a little bitchy aunt that gets stuck under the table in the beginning of those videos that we all love so much right Vinny? there's another interesting interaction the queen victoria meets catalina catalina is wearing her crown and i think we all know there's only room for one queen i'm victoria like the queen and so i think i should have that crown actually oh really yeah i mean thank you she just (laughs) ripped it right off of the girl's head now this woman won this crown in a competition Victoria's like, I'm the queen. And the other girls are like, oh, shit. That is such a boss move. You know, I do. I kind of respect it. I can't argue. Yeah. I can't I mean, argue. She is a cunt. <laughs> that she is just, like the cuntiest possible thing she could have done. But it's still a boss move. Uh, so <laughs> funny story. Uh, they have another rose ceremony right after this. Like, these girls just walk in, and then all of a sudden, guess what? Rose ceremony. Going home, Kim. No. (laughs) She made it all about five minutes into the show. Uh, Kaylee, uh, the one who I thought was pretty hot, who came up in her underwear and, like, the the, uh, sexy, like, little robe on the first episode. And then Kylie, Mm -hmm. also gone. Victoria, straight through again. And uh, that was that for the night. They were all How? very upset with all the new girls coming in. All the Kardashian sh- girls. Kim and How Kylie. shitty would you feel if these new chicks just came in and then you got sent home? Like That's basically <laughs> just Matt James saying, yeah, she's so hot that she offers more than anything you have to offer personality and looks combined. Well, life is full of hard lessons. You just said, oh, God, finally, the rest of you bitches out of here. I'd say, hey, Catalina, what are you doing tomorrow? Right. One on one date. The next day, it's going to be a group date. And oh boy, oh boy, some guy named Ben Higgins shows up. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with him, PJ? Um, Just from hearing about him on like Bachelor podcasts and stuff. Yeah, he Don't was a former me. Bachelor. Uh, he shows up and leads a group through a date uh, for the day. And uh, he has a boring conversation with Matt where Matt regurgitates all the same shit he told Chris Harrison the last time we talked about how he doesn't want to get hurt. And we spend 10 minutes listening to Matt be a whiny baby. I will spare you all of it this week. (laughs) So no problem. They go to do this group date 
and it is just fucking ridiculous what this thing is. Uh, here's what they call it, the Falling in Love Festival. And what they have to do is an obstacle course, in essence. Here's the rules. Station number one is the pumpkin race. You're gonna get into a thousand pound pumpkins. Row across the lake to where Matt will be waiting for you. And it's a foot race to station number two. At Squirreling Around, you're gonna put on your squirrel costume once you do that, find your acorn and carry it like a squirrel. <laughs> You're gonna walk across the balance beam, drop your acorn in the bucket, and it's a foot race to the finish. Why do I and the winner like this of this is, of is gonna get a very special prize. Yeah, I, that's what I think this is too. <laughs> this is like the shit that is in Chris Harrison's next book as she also, put on her squirrel costume. <laughs> also, why are they playing music that makes it sound like you wanna go to Home Depot? <laughs> Solid like, point. It just like doesn't fit at all. Like, hey, honey, this Saturday, how about we? Hey, this Saturday, how about we make our own obstacle course, honey? We'll go down to Lowe's. I, so, I don't know if you thought about this, but the second I saw those pumpkins, all I could think is that's so wasteful. So, just out of my own curiosity, I looked up how much water it might take to grow a pump, giant pumpkin. I couldn't really find something just for giant pumpkins, but a normal pumpkin takes 192 gallons to grow a nine pound pumpkin so if you just extrapolate that to a 900 pound pumpkin that's 19,200 gallons per pumpkin they just hollow them out to use them as little rowboats they might have you know used the stuff inside no no they didn't they yeah. threw it all in a pile i was there they didn't do that they, they, <laughs> yeah, he saw it pj would never lie to us so they threw it in the lake i feel like chris harrison cut a hole in the pumpkins and <laughs> this will be a whole chapter of my next book why is mine sticky they're all sticky honey <laughs> chris got here early got to set early today so this this fucking obstacle course is stupid but there's two little things that i pulled that i thought were interesting the girls are so pissed off now sarah's gone who can they hate now mm. the answer is the new girls Fuck those new bitches. Not Victoria, which seems no! like the obvious. Victoria is leading the charge against the new girls. <laughs> she is legitimately, she's doing it again. I declare war on Satan! <laughs> and all the girls are just falling in line behind her. So check this out. Uh, they decide to be mean to the new girl. Uh, fart face Anna does. I couldn't find my acorn. There we go. But I found Brittany's. And then I hit it. I don't see it. So that's good. <laughs> so all the girls had acorns and like these piles of leaves. They all had one with their name on it. She couldn't find hers, but she found the new girls. So she hit it just to fuck with her. Wow. <laughs> Which is hilarious. It is. And this one girl, Maggie, she really, really struggled during this obstacle course. Maggie, over here! Maggie, this way! She's just Maggie. stuck in the fucking bucket. You gotta push yourself through the water. It's not on me! And she's Use just paddling in the wrong direction. The thing is just spinning. And she's just stuck out there. She is putting the paddle like she's barely touching the water. She doesn't know how paddles work. <laughs> she looks horrified. Yeah, she was out there probably, I'm guessing, most of the day. She looks like the Chris Farley fat man in a little coat. <laughs> she just can't get it to work right. Yeah. Like, so, you, you guys all went to summer camp as kids at some point, right? No. Or, no. <laughs> I, I, like, I went as a really little kid, 
you don't even need someone to teach you how to paddle a boat. It's just like common sense. Like it really oh, I is. Need, I need to push the water to make me go forward. She's yeah. literally just dipping it in. And it literally takes 30 seconds if you don't know to figure it out. It's yeah. not a hard life lesson. It's so, something li literal little kids teach themselves. Like they just get in a boat. It's not hard to do. Also, I love Matt James just being like over here as if she doesn't know where she's supposed to be going. <laughs> My love is over here. Paddle know, towards it. I know you can't see me across this wide open lake that's, and I'm only 50 feet away. I'm over here. I just don't want my heart to be broken. Mari wins. Nobody cares. She wins extra time with Matt. And later that night, shit starts to get real. The new girls, it's their first full day there. Some very interesting rumors start to spread. Fartface Anna <laughs> is the one this time leading the charge. Here she is reporting to the General Victoria what she's discovered. Being from Chicago where she is, I had heard rumors and people have gone out of their way to tell me, oh my God, watch out for this girl. There is a rumor because she knows all of the rich men in Chicago that Britney may be an escort. I'm going to tell everyone who walks in this building that in two hours you are nothing but a whore. Is this the superintendent? Yes, I want you to know, sir, that you have a whole living in two hours. Do you hear me? <laughs> she looks so fucking pleased with herself. She's so happy. She is like, smiling so big. It is goddamn hysterical. So she's basically nothing other nothing other than she knows rich guys. So therefore, the only thing that could be is she's an escort. Correct. Makes also, sense. What a weird thing to tell someone. Look out for this girl. Like, let's say hypothetically she is an escort. What do escorts do? Oh, she might she might have Chris Harrison pay her for sex. <laughs> it's not like she's the pimp or something. Like right. she might come after you. Like it's not like she's know. recruiting. This is a straight up cunty thing to do. Because if she's telling the truth, she just outed a sex worker for no reason. Mm -hmm. If it's not true, she just called this perfectly innocent woman a prostitute on national television. You know. And and as if all these women aren't already bordering on sex work, because like we like we've discussed, the whole point of the show is to get followers on Instagram where they post skimpy pictures of themselves and like them in super tight clothes, which is like bordering on like just sex work is just like, selling yourself for money. That's essentially what they're doing is they're putting brands on themselves and being like, look at me. I'm super hot. And to be really fair, not that different. And to be fair, it's not like she called her something really bad, like a slore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That is correct. Brittany interrupted me to make out with Matt. Slore. <laughs> Slut whore. During this time, the date card arrives, and the girls are pissed because the next one-on-one -on -one date goes to Michelle, mm. the new girl. Just showed up. She gets a one-on-one -on -one Doesn't date. Doesn't it make sense, though? Like, you don't know this girl as well. You want to get to know her a little better? Like, isn't that what you would do? The girls are not happy, but okay. Brie who uh, Matt has already gone on an airplane ride with and made out with. Oh, no. Bree has been in an ATV accident with Matt and made out with him in a hot tub. She gets the rose, uh, gets the group date rose, and they make out on the couch. Now, meanwhile, Anna has Brittany in a room surrounded by a bunch of the other girls. So, you know... Anna, you know, doesn't want this stuff to just be a secret. She wants to just, you know, get everything out in the open. Listen, and, uh, 
Listen, the up the upright good person thing to do is be like, hey, I heard these rumors. I just have a quick question. Are they true? So obviously that's what she did, right? And just kind of them saying, like, watch out for this girl. That, like, you're an escort and all the stuff. Yeah. So she didn't and say she it d- nice. <laughs> she just said, other girls told me to, like, this thing, and I just wanted to tell you so I could look good by telling you in a nice way while I'm actually being absolutely horrible and trying to ruin your life on television. And also, while I'm doing it in front of all the other girls in the house, too. Like, like if she did this in private, it would almost be like, hey, I heard this rumor. Is that okay? But she did it in front of other women. She right? did. She it's did. like the, half the house is there. And Brittany denies it all and says it's very hurtful to be attacked like this. Anna sits there with her fart face on during like the interview. <laughs> Anna walks the whole thing back to try to make herself look good. Okay. I think that's an awful thing to say about someone, and I want to apologize. Yeah, Anna's <laughs> so sorry. But uh, Victoria does pile on. It's really hard. Okay, then get out the house. <laughs> 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 Being attacked like this is really, wow. really hard. Will that leave? She's got a fucking glass of wine. She just looks so proud of herself. Wow. Oh, my goodness. You know who she looks like there? I don't know how many people have actually seen the pictures, but doesn't she look like Vic with that face on right there? Ew. Put some ut- slap some udders on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit of pubic hair. Throw on some fucking silk milk. Just throw in a gallon of milk. Ew. Ew. Oh, my Victoria fantasies are all ruined. Oh, my goodness. Same name and everything. Oh, didn't Vic say she was in the Navy, a.k.a. on The Bachelor? You really like to go past the post office sometimes. There's a one-on-one date with Michelle. They do a Chris Harrison scavenger hunt, which is kind of bullshit. It leads them to a makeout session in a hot air balloon. He (laughs) kisses her with his eyes closed, everybody. He wow. closes his eyes when he kisses Michelle in a hot air balloon. And do you know who was it? this was awkward for? The guy who was Me? flying the balloon. Oh. He was stuck in the corner <laughs> because there's a cameraman and then there's two people making it out. It's very strange. You hear that, people listening? If you're into voyeurism, just get a job as like a hot air like balloon technician or maybe like fly private planes. And then you can just watch hot people make out all the time. Here's what happens next, ladies and gentlemen. MJ talks some shit about Michelle because they're all pissed off that she got to go on a one-on-one date. Do I think the new girl that just walked in here deserves a one-on-one? No. Really, that was disrespectful. Like, bottom line. That's right. She's very upset that a new girl got it. Um, Bottom line. So Matt and Michelle have a nice dinner in some sort of car museum, and Michelle lays her sob story on Matt James. Back to the sob story. That's where something. every girl wants a date, by the way, a car museum. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm constantly thinking about like my students mm-hmm. and what kind of year it is with the pandemic and everything at George Floyd in Minnesota. <laughs> she brought George Floyd into it. I don't understand this idea of like she... These girls are all trying to tell their personal stories, and she brings up George Floyd. And Matt has this look like he's trying to figure out who that is. He's like, that does sound familiar. George Floyd, was he a boxer? Did he play for the Knicks? (laughs) Matt's like, actually, I sided with the police on that one. (laughs) (laughs) She... (laughs) 
<laughs> she says she likes him for his charity work, and that shit works on the guy like a charm. Uh, he's just like, you do? And uh, Michelle gets a rose, and they make out in the back of a very, very nice car in the yeah. car museum. No hot tub this time. That's a shame. The next day, it was kind of weird. They had a uh, a boxing group date. They had one fight, and one of the girls punched the other one in the nose, and then they called the whole thing off. I was that like, what happens. did you think boxing was supposed to be? <laughs> you fucking idiots. That so, happens every season. Like, they always have a fighting one, and it always goes wrong, and then everyone's like, oh, I didn't want anyone to get hurt. I thought it was just going to be fun. Yeah, that that was it. There's nothing to see here, folks. It was a lame... But I bet you they showed it in the episode promos 15 times. Absolutely. Yeah, they probably did. <gasps> We're going to get to the end of this. Later that night, all the girls are bitching again about the new girls. Victoria's bitching, Anna's bitching, MJ's bitching. They're all just being horrible about these new girls. And Katie, our girl Katie, mm. the dildo queen, decides to be a little tattletale yeah. Matt, what is really going on in the hotel. It's just a toxic environment. And there's some pretty <laughs> bad rumors that are starting about the new girls that literally could ruin their lives. Not even exaggerating. And what I like about this is she actually understood what the term literally meant. Yeah. So unlike Victoria, I do give Katie points for that. That's the end of the episode. It ends on this cliffhanger. What is Matt going to do? I guarantee you he's like, I don't want these women to be upset. Breathe. <sighs> yeah, he is very, very in over his head, this guy. He looks like he has to tell himself that every 10 seconds just to make sure he keeps living. Yeah. <laughs> Breathe. Do you think when she told him that, like, this is a very toxic environment, he's like, oh, my goodness, are you serious? Are you serious? A woman or how I actually, a bunch of women are fighting over my heart? It's toxic. What? I really do think he, think he was like that. Yes. Yeah. I think he is so fucking lame that he was absolutely like that. Yes. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, the end of episode four. Long. Oh, wait. Episodes. Season 25 of oh, The Bachelor. Oh. God, 25? And this is the end of episode three of Creeps and Roses, everybody. Episode, Two more. Episode beta 2.0 because Vinny didn't actually watch this episode. got Brian to do it all. So That's episode one coming accurate. next week. Ever, ever, okay, we'll let Carl decide also. I think I Carl. Fuck Big Ben teeth. He gets to decide nothing. <laughs> Hope everybody enjoyed episode three. I'm Vinny Paulino. Thank you, Brian McBride, for joining us tonight. Thank you. Uh, whatever is left Thanks, of your Brian. career is destroyed. Oh my god! And uh, PJ. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to episode one. I'm really looking forward to episode one next week. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Check, Good. Night. Check out we are assholes or follow me on Twitter PJ underscore Philium. And uh, tune in to the creep off this week on Monday. Tune in live at noon on YouTube, noon Eastern. We are doing. I will announce the topic early. We are not doing a poll this week. Carl and I have decided amongst ourselves that this theme is creepiest kid under the age of 13. Mm. <laughs> so, of course it is. Of course it is. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, make sure you tune in for that barrel of laughs. Uh, <laughs> see you next Chris. week. It's nice to be important, but it's more important not to be PJ. Thank you. Good night. This is stupid.